husband. Yes, wife. Let's read the Bible. But we're atheists. Why would we want to do such a thing? Because we live in small town USA and everyone around us quotes this thing extensively and we have no idea how to respond? That's true. Neither of us grew up with religion, yet Christianity is playing a huge part in our country's politics. We're not scholars or academics, so sacrilegious discourse is our first take reaction. And this feed houses our reading of the book of Genesis, and each subsequent book will get its own separate feed too. Why are we separating each book? Not all podcast platforms allow access to older episodes. This will ensure our listeners don't lose access to any of our previously released material. You can find our most recent episodes on our main channel, Sacrilegious Discourse. That's right. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Okay, so do you remember what we talked about last time? Honestly, no. Okay. You never remember. Sometimes I remember. Last time I remembered something, I think. You don't even remember if you remember. You like me not to pay any attention to this so I can just like off the cuff respond to bible bullshit. Okay, you are using my words against me and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> okay, so what happened last time was that God commanded um, Abraham to murder his child, Isaac. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. And Abraham was like, Sure. And Isaac was like, but wait, what? Right. And then God was like, psych. Yeah. And yeah. then and then um, his it, wife died and he bought some land to bury her in a cave. The end. Right. That's right. The land transfer. It was kind of boring. I mean, you know, it went compared from like, to like all the raping and, and uh, yeah, it was like murdering. One extreme to the other. And city destroying it. Yeah. It was to, like to land transfer. The worst possible thing that you could imagine to the most boring thing that you could imagine. Almost exciting with the killing of the kid, but you know, not quite. I mean, I think he that, stopped it. I think that God going, just kidding. I think that that is pretty like that. You don't see that coming. Right, right. Because God <laughs> loves things dying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this week or this this time this whatever what is time. Right. We are doing Genesis chapter 24 and chapter 25. That sounds legit. Right? Maybe. I think that's right. Okay. Wait, yeah, that was 23. Yeah, we're on 24 and 25. Okay, let's do this. All right, here we go. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> so we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. 
That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Okay, so shit's about to get real again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. No more land transfers? No, at least, I don't know. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Genesis chapter 24, a wife obtained for Isaac. I mean, I don't know. No? I don't, that doesn't sound like, you know, compared, compared. A wife obtained for Isaac. Right, but like arranged marriages and stuff like that was. I said, woman, make me a sandwich. It was kind of the norm back then. I mean, heck, they still do stuff like that over in India and stuff. I know. So gross. Okay. Well. All right. I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of things, with killings and you know all that kind of crap. Maybe it's because I'm a woman that I just find it highly like, whoa, that's crazy. Right. No, I mean I don't disagree with you. But I think but you would be more up in arms if you were a woman. In the context of the Bible, though, I'm just saying, in the context of the Bible, this seems as, minor as compared to rape. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. And killing your child. Yeah. All right. Or cities. I don't know. It, to me, it seems like degrees of cancer. Like, well, I mean, skin cancer's okay. It's the testicular and breast cancer you really want to avoid. I think we can agree that the Bible sucks. It's all cancer. Right. <laughs> okay. Abraham was now a very old man, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. And other people blessed him, too. Multiple times over. One day, Abraham said to his oldest servant, the man in charge of his household, take an oath by putting your hand under my thigh. (laughs) What? (laughs) Did I read that correctly? Yes. Take an oath by putting your hand under my thigh. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and earth, that you will not allow my son to marry one of these local Canaanite women. Go instead to my homeland, to my relatives, and find a wife there for my son, Isaac. So, servant slaves are entrusted to carry out... The choosing of the wife. The choosing of the wife? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Very weird. The servant asked, But what if I can't find a young woman who is willing to travel so far from home? Should I then take Isaac there to live among your relatives and the land you came from? Why don't you just tell him how rich his dad is and... I mean, no exclamation point. Abraham responded. I I don't know if you notice this, but I always have to emphasize when an exclamation point is used because it's like emphatic. And I don't I don't know that my tone gets that across enough. Sure. Be careful never to take my son there. For the Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and my native land, solemnly promised to give this land to my descendants. He will send his angel ahead of you. What? And he will see to it that you find a wife there for my son. 
If she is unwilling to come back with you, then you are free from this oath of mine. But under no circumstances are you to take my son there. Mm. So a servant and an angel walk into an unknown land. <laughs> Sounds like the start of a really <laughs> odd joke. <laughs> I don't I don't get this. Like, no, he can never go home. What? I I don't know. Your relatives suck that hard, but you want one of them for his wife. Okay. Right. Weird. Yeah. So the servant took an oath by putting his hand under the thigh of his master Abraham. <laughs> he swore to follow Why Abraham's. Are you down there? <laughs> you nasty. Sorry. Couldn't help myself. He swore to follow Abraham's instructions. I mean, I'd swear to anything if somebody had their hand under my thigh. This <laughs> is weird. Right? Like, that's arbitrary. Yeah. That's an odd place to put your hand. Hmm. They didn't, didn't, hadn't invented pinky swears yet. Or right? spit shakes, apparently. Spit shakes. Then he loaded ten of Abraham's camels with all kinds of expensive gifts from his master. That's right, because you have to buy, buy the women. woman. Yeah. Yeah. And he traveled to distant Aram Naharaim. <laughs> Sorry. There he went to the town where Abraham's brother Nahor had settled. You know, Nahor. I mean, they mentioned him before, I think. Yeah. Because they mentioned after um, a bunch of crap happened, then they were like, and his brother Nahor had a wife oh, who had babies. Right. The end. That's right. That's right. Yeah. He made the camels kneel beside a well just outside the town. It was the evening, and the women were coming out to draw water. O oh Lord God of my master Abraham, he prayed, please give me success today and show unfailing love to my master Abraham. See, I am standing here beside this spring, and the young women of the town are coming out to draw water. This is my request. I will ask one of them, please give me a drink from your jug. If she says, yes, have a drink, and I will water your camels too. Let her be the one you have selected as Isaac's wife. <laughs> that's a low bar. That's a really low bar. If she offers human decency, marry that bitch immediately. Intelligence doesn't matter. Beauty, not a thing. Just, um, just, just water for the camels. Basic and stuff. human decency. Right. I mean, it is. I guess that's a good test. Somewhat. It is kind of a nice bar, right? It's true. Because I mean, there's some people we live around that I wouldn't necessarily trust to cross that bar. That is true. That is true. I, I guess it's better than nothing. So we take back our negative judgment. Uh, yeah. Okay. And actually, I'm just prone to like not like the Bible, so you know. Yeah, we were quick to judgment there, but yeah. Okay. This is how I will know that you have shown unfailing love to my master. Before he had finished praying, he saw a young woman named Rebecca coming out with her water jug on her shoulder. There's a name we might know. Yeah. She was the daughter of Bethuel, who was the son of Abraham's brother Nahor and his wife Milcah. So once again, very closely related. Right. Gross. Cousins, basically. Yeah. Rebecca was very beautiful and old enough to be married, but she was still a virgin. Or at oh, least that's what she told all the boys very anyway. Important. She went down to the spring, filled her jug, and came up again. Running over to her, the servant said, Please give me a little drink of water from your jug. Yes, my lord, she answered. Have a drink. And she quickly lowered her jug from her shoulder and gave him a drink. When she had given him a drink, she said, I'll draw water for your camels, too, <laughs> until they have had enough to drink. That was convenient and quick. Right? Like, you know, you don't even have to look around. It's the first one you meet. And she's beautiful. Right. Plus. Yeah. I mean, damn. 
So she quickly emptied her jug into the watering trough and ran back to the well to draw water for all his camels. The servant watched her in silence, wondering whether or not the Lord had given him success in his mission. I mean, Just out of curiosity, this is Abraham's brother. Does he have no servants to do this? He sends his daughters to do it? To draw water, that is. Um, I don't know. I mean, he had a lot of kids, so I would have figured he'd be like, you know, pseudo rich because he's like Abraham's brother. Who cares? Who Whatever. Cares? Doesn't That's, matter. I mean, the, Beside the, the women do all the work. Regardless. Right, right, right. That's true. Then at last, when the camels had finished drinking, he took out a gold ring for her nose and two large gold bracelets for her wrists. Whose daughters? Whose daughter are you? He asked. And please tell me, would your father have any room to put us up for the night? I am the daughter of Bethuel, she replied. My grandparents are Nahor and Milka. Yes, we have plenty of straw and feed for the camels, and we have room for guests. The man bowed low and worshipped the Lord. Praise the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, he said. The Lord has shown unfailing love and faithfulness to my master, for he has led me straight to my master's relatives. <laughs> the young woman ran home to tell her family everything that had happened. Did she bring them with them because they were staying there? She ran ahead. Oh, okay. He's got all his camels. Oh, yeah. It's going to take him a little bit more time. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, camels. Right, right. They slow. Herding camels. But I've seen them. Yeah. 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 I get it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Now Rebecca had a brother named Laban. Laban. Laban? Laban. Sure. I'm going to say Laban. Okay. Who ran out to meet the man at the spring. He had seen the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's wrists and had heard Rebecca tell the man, tell what the man had said. And had heard Rebecca tell what the man had said. So he rushed out to the spring where the man was still standing beside his camels. Laban said to him, come and stay with us, you who are blessed by the Lord. Why are you standing here outside the town when I have a room all ready for you and a place prepared for the camels? So the man went home with Laban. And Laban unloaded the camels, gave him straw for their bedding, fed them, and provided water for the man and the camel drivers to wash their feet. Then food was served. But Abraham's servant said, I don't want to eat until I have told you why I've come. All right, Laban said, tell us. I am Abraham's servant, he explained, and the Lord has greatly blessed my master. He has become a wealthy man. The Lord has given him flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle, a fortune in silver and gold, and many male and female servants, slaves, mm -hmm. and camels and donkeys. When Sarah, my master's wife, was very old, she gave birth to my master's son, and my master has given him everything he owns. You know, his only son. Right. Not that illegitimate Ishmael. Right, yeah. Poor Ishmael. Poor Ishmael. And my master made me take an oath. He said, do not allow my son to marry one of these local Canaanite women. Go instead to... Oh, my gosh. She's going to repeat the whole fucking thing. Well, because, you know, they like repetitiveness. <sighs> Go instead to my father's house, to my relatives, and find a wife there for my son. But I said to my master, what if I can't find a young woman who is willing to go back with me? He responded, the Lord in whose presence I have lived will send his angel with you and will make your mission successful. Yes, you must find a wife for my son from among my relatives, from my father's family. Then you will have fulfilled your obligation. But if you go to my relatives and they refuse to let her go with you, you will be free from my oath. Did the angel show up yet? I missed that part if he did. <laughs> no, not okay. according to this text. All right, all right. 
So today, when I came to the spring, I prayed this prayer. O Lord, God of my master Abraham, please give me success on this mission. See, I am standing here beside this spring. This is my request. When a young woman comes to draw water, I will say to her, please give me a little drink of water from your jug. If she says, yes, have a drink. And I will draw water for your camels too. Let her be the one you've selected to be the wife of my master's son. Before I finish praying in my heart, I saw Rebecca coming out with her water jug on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew water. So I said to her, please give me a drink. She quickly lowered her jug from her shoulder and said, yes, have a drink. And I will water your camels too. So I drank. And then she wanted the cam water, not wanted. So I drank. And then she watered the camels. Why are you reading so fast? Because it's repetitive. And I'm going to do that from now on when it's telling the same story twice. <laughs> no, I was just trying to, I was, I was making sure our listeners understood that we're reading exactly the same damn thing we just read. So like two it's, seconds it's ago, it's boring. It's boring and stupid. Yeah. So I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Then this happened again and again and again. Yeah. Right. Then I asked, whose daughter are you? She replied, I am the daughter of Bethel, and my grandparents are Nahor and Milka. So I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrist. Then I bowed low and worshipped the Lord. I praised the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, because he had led me straight to my master's niece, to his son's wife. <sighs> it's like they took the whole thing, copied it, but changed the point of view or the perspective they were telling it from. From third person That's to all. first. It, yeah. Like, that, yeah. that was so stupid. So tell me, will you or won't you show unfailing love and faithfulness to my master, you know... I just you met you. Met. Yeah. <laughs> I just met you, and this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> please tell me yes or no, and then I'll know what to do next. Check the box, please. Yeah. <laughs> you like me, yes <laughs> or no. <laughs> then Laban and Bethel replied, The Lord has obviously brought you here, so there's nothing we can say. Here is Rebecca. Take her and go. <laughs> we must submit to the Lord because otherwise he'll kill us and shit. So. And make our women infertile. Right. <laughs> so what are we supposed to do? I know, right? Like, do we really have a choice here? Right. Yes. Let her be the wife of your master's son as the Lord has directed. Kissing cousins. Bow, bow. When Abraham's servant heard their answer, he bowed down to the ground and worshipped the Lord. Then he brought out silver and gold jewelry and clothing and presented them to Rebecca. He also gave expensive presents to her brother and mother. Well, of course he did because he's buying yeah, her. Yeah, you're buying a woman. Yeah, because yeah, she must be Let's purchased. go to market and buy ourselves a woman. I mean, you know. what else are you going to do? Right. Then they ate their meal and the servant and the men with him stayed there overnight. But early the next morning, Abraham's servant said, send me back to my master. But we want Rebecca to stay with us at least 10 days, her brother and mother said. Then she can go. But he said, don't delay me. The Lord has made my mission successful. Now send me Jeez. back so I can return to my master. Well, they didn't they say anything about a time frame. I they know. Just, besides, the, the angel hasn't even come down yet. That I was know. promised. I know. What's, what's up with this? Well, they said, we'll call Rebecca, Rebecca and ask her what she thinks. What? <laughs> they're going to ask a woman what she thinks? Oh, my mind just exploded. <laughs> so they called Rebecca. Are you willing to go with this man? They asked her. And she replied, yes, I will go. So they said goodbye to Rebecca and sent her away <laughs> with Abraham's servant and his men. I mean, at least they were like, hang on now. Right, I guess. But then they were like, okay, bye. Yeah. Like, you're just taking our daughter away for life. Um, yeah. God forbid we spend 10 more days with her before right? you do that. Like, ugh, this whole thing. I bought her. You will give her to us now. Right? The woman who had been Rebecca's childhood nurse went along with her. 
They gave her this blessing as she parted. Our sister, may you become the mother of many millions. May your descendants be strong and conquer the cities of their enemies. Then Rebecca and her servant girls, slaves, mounted the camels and followed the man. Why is it all about being strong and conquering? Like, isn't shouldn't God want peace and love? I mean... I think that it only comes in the New Testament. Okay. That's a Jesus-y, but, hippie but Right, but doesn't that just point directly to the flaw of God? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. God's a dick, remember? Yeah, we I determined know, I know. this I'm from just, day fucking one. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there again because what else do I got to do? <laughs> so Abraham's servant took Rebecca and went on his way. Meanwhile, Isaac, whose home was in the Negev, had returned from Bir Lahai Roy, Sure he did. One evening as he was walking and meditating in the fields, he looked up and saw the camels coming. When Rebecca looked up and saw Isaac, she quickly dismounted from her camel. Who is that man walking through the fields to meet us? She asked the servant. And he replied, it is my master. So Rebecca covered her face with her veil. What? (laughs) Did we have to wear veils back then if we were? I guess. She didn't want to. To be seen by her by her wow. groom master. That's crazy. Then the servant told Isaac everything he had done, which please don't. I hope that we don't have to reread that. <laughs> and Isaac brought Rebecca into his mother Sarah's tent, and she became his wife. He loved her deeply, and she was a special comfort to him after the death of his mother. Ooh. Wow, that all happened. Like, like <laughs> that's grotesque. And then they were. She was his wife, and they fell in that love and lived happily ever and after. There was lots of comfort and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hate it um, when my they, mom dies and then I get a wife all of a sudden. It's just they cover some stuff like in like so much detail and then they just like, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. They, they, yeah, like they're like, and let's just end this right here. Okay. Yeah. We're done with that. Yeah. Was yeah. that the end of the chapter? That's the end of the chapter. They fell right. in love. The end. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go on to the next chapter, eh? Ah, that sounds very exciting. Yeah. I, that one wasn't that exciting. Sorry. That's all right. Maybe the next one will be. I mean, every it's kind of hit or miss, you know? It really Land is. transfers, marriages, rape, I mean, blowing okay. up cities. I think that this one was neither overly stimulating nor a snore fest. Right. It was just a story. It was meh. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what's next. Okay. Genesis chapter 25 has five mini little sections in it. Okay. Just so you know. All right. So I'm, I'm just These have been you a- like the last one was a long segment. So. Yeah, but this one's pretty short. Like there's five little just two five mini paragraphs. Segments. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So here we go. Ready? Yep. Okay. Genesis chapter 25. Abraham's descendants through Keturah. Abraham married another wife whose name was Keturah. She gave birth to Zimron, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Holy crap. I mean, Abraham was over 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Like He had to be like 120-something mm-hmm. when he got married again and had multiple more children. Yeah, apparently. Which take at least a year, like nine months, you know. Right. To, Them sperms to have, so be lasting. He's got to be like pushing like 130, 40 at this point. Yeah. Jokshan was the father of Sheba and Dedan. Dedan's descendants were the Az... Asherites, Asher, <laughs> Ledishites, and Leamites, Midian's, Median, whatever, Medea. <laughs> Median's sons were 
Ifa, Efer, Hanuk, Abida, and Elda. So many names. These were all descendants of Abraham through Keturah. You know, like we just fucking said. Yeah. Abraham gave everything he owned to his son Isaac, but before he died, he gave gifts to the sons of his concubines. <laughs> And sent them off to a land in the east away from Isaac. My God. Oh, geez. All of those illegitimate children like Ishmael. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It. I'll always have a soft spot in my heart for Ishmael, though. Yeah. The death and burial of Abraham. Abraham lived he for dies. 175 years. 175. Yeah. Holy crap. Yep. And he died at a ripe old age, having lived a long and satisfying life. And longer than he should have, apparently. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. God supposed to live past 120. Yeah. God did put a ixnay on that, but yeah. apparently only kind of and sort of right. and sometimes. Yeah. He breathed his last and joined his ancestors in death. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah near Mamre in the field of Ephron, son of Zohar the Hittite. Was that the same field? This was the field Abraham had purchased from the Hittites ah. and where he had buried his wife, Sarah. See, I'm good. You, you did. Know, you one remember. thing that always bothered me about Sarah yeah. is that he was, she was apparently still rapeable in her like 120s. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell gets to be 120 years old and is still like beautiful as like, you know, when they're 20? Well, apparently Sarah. These people were really blessed. They were so... I mean, I don't know, but they also didn't have, like, microwaves. So, yeah, there's that, I guess. Or vaccines, or... But they also didn't have medicine, or... That's what I'm saying. They didn't have good stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah, my point is that anytime you look back at a past point of history and say they had it good just right. remember okay. that we have it good too because elevators i guess and spaceships nobody now gets to live to 175 right but is that necessarily a bad thing no. i mean like on a personal level yes i would love to live to that age but if humanity could live that way do you really want cause a real problem with social security it would and just think about <laughs> all of the asshats running around right like yeah. and they they would just never die yeah ever that would you suck know? Yeah. The death and burial of Abraham. Oh, wait. He lived 175 and was buried near his wife. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son Isaac, who settled near Bir Lahai Roy in the Negev. Okay. Hey. The descendants of Ishmael. Ah, this, back to Ishmael. Back to Ishmael. Oh, I have a soft spot the for illegit- that kid. I know, right? Illegitimate son. Like, I, I'm always just going to be like, poor Ishmael. Right. Unless I find out he's a dick, but thus far... I mean, he probably is, but... but you know what? So if far. you were told, like, from birth, you're not the real son, you're not the real son, right. you're not the real son. Like, yeah. from day one, you suck, you suck, you suck. Yeah. Like, I, I think I'd probably be a dick, too. Yeah. This is the account of the family of Ishmael, the son of Abraham through Hagar, Sarah's Egyptian servant, slave. Mm-hmm. Here is a list by their names and clans of Ishmael's descendants. Oh, oh this God. is so much begetting. The oldest was Nebaioth, followed by Kedar, Abdil, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tima, Jator, Nafish, and Kadama. These 12 sons of Ishmael became the founders of 12 tribes named after them, listed according to the places they settled and camped. Ishmael lived for 137 years. Hmm. Then he breathed his last and joined his ancestors in death. Ishmael's descendants occupied the region from Hivalah to Shur, which is east of Egypt in the direction of Ashur. Okay. There they lived in open hostility toward all their relatives. (laughs) Yay! 
(laughs) The end. Okay. Okay, so next section. Yeah, next section. The birth of Esau and Jacob. Okay. This is the account of the family of Isaac, the son of Abraham, you know, through the beautiful Sarah. Yeah. Wait. Wait, no. No, through the beautiful Rebecca. Wait, what? This is the son of the family of Isaac, the son of Abraham. You know, Isaac just Isaac was born of Sarah, and then now he's going to bear some other children with Rebecca. His servant, yeah. So, okay. So, Isaac and Sarah did the boom boom. When Isaac was 40 years old... No, Isaac and Rebecca did the boom boom. That's what I said. You said Sarah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. You're so bad at that. You know why? Because (laughs) I can't be bothered. That's why. Isaac and one of the chicks that he bought, who cares? He didn't buy his his mom. Maybe he did his mom. Sometimes girls do their dads. That's true. I mean, shit. We're all in on this. All right. Isaac doing Rebecca. Right. When yeah. Isaac was 40 years old, a mere babe. Right. He married Rebecca, the daughter of Bethuel and Aramean from Padan Aram, and the sister of Laban, Laban, the Aramean. Isaac pleaded with the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was unable to have children. Why is that always the case? Because God likes people to fuck around. And he likes to, like, give them their opportunity. Like, he wants to bless them with a... Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give you a child now. Yeah. It is my... I mean, I made her barren because I am God. But I'm going to give you all the children of the sea and the sands and the... Strings attached, though. Right. You got to do some shit for me. Duh. Yeah. Like, maybe kill your child, maybe not. Right. Whatevs. Whatever I ask. Yeah. The Lord answered Isaac's prayer, and Rebecca became pregnant with twins. But the two children struggled with each other in her womb, so she went to ask the Lord about it. Why is this happening to me, she asked. And the Lord told her, the sons in your womb will become two nations. Mm. From the very beginning, the two nations will be rivals. One nation will be stronger than the other, and your older son will serve your younger son. Oh, I think I know this story. Okay. And when the time came to give birth, Rebecca discovered that she did indeed have twins. The first one was very red at birth and covered with thick hair like a fur coat. So they named him Esau. Then the other brother was born with his hand grasping Esau's heel. So they named him Jacob. Because I always name my twin person Jacob when they come out bearing the ankle of the one preceding. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Isaac was 60 years old when the twins were born. Jesus. Okay. Esau sells his birthright. As the boys grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter. He was an outdoorsman, but Jacob had a quiet temperament, preferring to stay at home. I wonder if Esau was as skilled a hunter as... <laughs> well, as Nimrod, yeah. As Nimrod. And we're going to find out. We are going to find out. Okay. Isaac loved Esau because he enjoyed eating the wild game Esau brought home, but Rebecca loved Jacob. Mm. One day when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau arrived home from the wilderness exhausted and hungry. Esau I said bet to Nimrod wouldn't be exhausted. I bet he wouldn't. Yeah. Esau said to Jacob, "I'm starved. Give me some of that red stew." This is how Esau got his other name, Edom, which means red. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Jacob replied, but "From stew? You got his name from stew?" It means red. Right. Red okay. stew. Okay. But, I mean, they gave him another name because of the stew that sure. he was hungry for. No, because he's red. Oh, okay, okay. All it right. means red, and he's red, and he okay. liked red, and he said, give me reds, too. Got it, got it. God, I'm now sorry. who's not paying attention? I, I never pay attention. <laughs> All right, Jacob replied, but trade me your rights as the firstborn son. What? 
Look, I'm dying of starvation, said Esau. What good is my birthright to me now? But Jacob said, first, you must swear that your birthright is mine. So Esau swore an oath, thereby selling all his rights as the firstborn son to his brother Jacob. Just to get some damn stew? Yeah, what a dick. What the hell? Jacob is an asshole. Well, but like, wouldn't you just go out and eat some grass to tie you over to go like... He's a hunter. Why don't you just go kill a squirrel and like roast it? Right, but I mean... So he, in his starvation, made a stupid choice, but his brother, regardless, is a fucking dick. Oh, yeah. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and lentil stew. Esau ate the meal, then got up and left. He showed contempt for his rights as the firstborn. <laughs> the end. That was that was it? That was it. Okay. But I think we have more coming next time i'm sure that they're gonna expand on that because that seems well like because a... jacob has like a billion babies and we get to learn about them and i think that's where like joseph and the multicolored coat comes in gotcha like i don't know i yeah. could be wrong it could be an entirely different jacob who fucking knows who knows well i mean we'll obviously find out <laughs> and you know we apologize because we really don't know anything about the bible except for like you know hearsay or like that and... one musical yeah yeah <laughs> stuff like that so we're literally reading this off the cuff yeah and you know, some of it, well, that's why we named it Sacrilegious Discourse, because we we're are. being very sacrilegious. <laughs> In so. our discourse, yes, yeah. indeed. All right, so that's it for this week, then? Yep. All right, well, join us every Tuesday and Thursday, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yep. Yes, wife. Um, is there a way for people to contact us? Well, sure. They can uh, get on our Twitter account. We have a Twitter account? We do. What is it? It is sacrilegious underscore D. Like D for discourse? Yeah, they wouldn't let me put the whole thing, so I had to shorten it to underscore D. I hate them. Yeah, that's disgusting. How do you spell sacrilegious? Do you know? I don't want to. Just look it up in a dictionary (laughs) or something. I don't. I don't want to do that right now. You know why? Sacrilegious you, underscore D. Okay. Because you messed it up and I made you fix it. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. What about an email? Yeah, we got that too. What Sac- is it? Sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail dot com. Oh, well, that's easy. Yeah. As long as you know how to spell sacrilegious. Right. Well, definitely get a hold of us. Let us know what you th- thought of the episode, and you know any comments, hate mail. We love that kind of stuff. Also, you could answer some questions that we leave throughout or, like, correct my pronunciations. Yeah, are please. probably bad, wrong, and horrible. Because we suck sometimes. Absolutely! Oh, also, you know, if you like this shit or whatnot, um, like, give us a like on your podcasting app and stuff or even leave a comment or something. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Goodbye. Goodbye.